Hey everyone and welcome back to the 20 Minute Marketing Podcast. I hope you are having a wonderful day and thank you for joining us. We really appreciate your support. For new listeners, my name is Liam and I work at a company named Reach Interactive. On the show, I interview guest experts on a range of topics like SEO, content marketing, paid ads, social media and everything in between. We usually release new episodes every Wednesday at around lunchtime here in the UK. So if you do enjoy listening, feel free to check back uh, in the future to find new episodes. Just before we start this episode, I was invited to speak on the catch-up with James and Josh from Salesfire last week. I don't talk about SMS marketing and my work at Reach very much on this show, but if you are looking to learn more about SMS, then feel free to check that out. We talked about SMS strategies, increasing opt-in rates, real-life success stories. Uh, It was a really fun and cool conversation, so I'll post the link in our show notes if you are interested. With that said, I am very excited to introduce today's guest. We are joined by Amelia Sordell from Clout to talk about personal branding and why it's important and how you can get started as well. So hey, Amelia, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. And how is it going? Thanks for having me, Liam. Super, super excited to be here. Not a problem. I'm really looking forward to diving into personal branding. Just before we start, could you give us a quick introduction for around 60 seconds, please? Sure. So my name is Amelia Sordell, as uh, Liam so lovely introduced me as uh, the founder of Clout. We are a personal branding agency. So we build the personal brands of CEOs, entrepreneurs and founders, leadership teams, and quite often the teams beneath them as well online to make them stand out, generate more leads, um, win new business, position themselves as thought leaders and employers of choice. So that's what we do. Great intro. That was really clear and concise. So this episode is going to be super interesting because I think that more and more businesses are realizing the value of personal branding. So I have some really cool questions that I'd love to ask you, Amelia, which we'll get started and dive into right now. So before we start talking about personal branding, I just wanted to quickly comment that Clout is 100% inbound and Amelia has built success entirely from doing personal branding herself. So a big congrats, first of all, and well done to you, Amelia. Um, and everything that you're talking about and going to be talking about during this episode is what you've done yourself. So I think that's super important to mention just to add some sort of context to uh, our conversation. So let's start by talking about the value of a personal brand then. Why is it important and what are the benefits to both individuals and the businesses that they work for? It's a great question. I think let's kick off with the why is it important. Personal branding is important, particularly now, because we're all at home People don't trust mass marketing anymore. It's why influencers exist, right? It's why reality TV exists. We want to see real human beings. And as the saying has gone for hundreds of years, people buy from people, but that's no longer enough. People need to buy from people they trust. And building your personal brand enables people to trust you at scale. And also kind of very little known fact about people's personal brands is your employees' personal brands have 10 times the reach of your company brand. And that's because they can influence people from within communities rather than just talking down 
down to them as kind of a faceless corporation. Um, so the importance piece of personal branding is huge and actually is grossly undervalued by many, many businesses. But we have been fortunate enough to work with um, a couple of FTSE 250s, a couple of FTSE 500s, training their leadership teams on how to build their own personal brands. And the fact that those big companies are now starting to see the impact the um, positive impact and also the necessity of building personal brands shows that actually people are starting to really take this seriously. And actually, I believe the future of branding is personal. I think every business is going to have to have a face of it, like the Stephen Bartlett's of Social Chain, like the Ben Francis of Gymshark, etc. That is the future of companies in my view. Yeah, that's a really interesting answer because when I think of Gymshark and Social Chain, I also think of Brem Francis and Stephen Bartlett as well, and they do come hand in hand. And I think just on the topic of FTSE 500s, if you are a global company that has hundreds or thousands of employees, then why would you only rely on one corporate account on LinkedIn, for example? Because you never know who's listening. And it's the same for smaller companies too as well, because one post from an employee could land you your biggest client ever. Yeah. And you've got to look, you can, I mean, it's obvious, right? You can go on LinkedIn and go Richard Branson, like 40 million followers, Virgin, a hundred thousand. It's disproportionately people buy from individuals with a face, with a personality, with an opinion over a company brand. Company brands are important and I will never, ever say that they're not, but your individuals have, um, individuals within a business have a role to play in that overall brand. And unless you're tapping into them, you're leaving money and incredible talent on the table. That's a really good example. Um, let's move on to a new question then. So let's talk about how you can build a personal brand yourself. What's the best way or maybe the easiest way for people to get started? Is it as simple as sharing more content on sites like LinkedIn or Twitter? Or can you do it a little bit easier by commenting on posts? Um, or perhaps is there something completely different that we need to consider first? So the strategy will always depend, as with all marketing and all branding, will always depend on the individual or the business in which you're, you're doing it for. We always say to clients, like, where is your ideal audience? Are they on Twitter? Are they on Instagram? Are they on LinkedIn? If they're on LinkedIn, you know, who are they? Who is your human? Identifying who your human is will then form the basis of how you then take those steps to building your personal brand. So let's take LinkedIn because LinkedIn is a as we all know, as marketers, it's a hugely amazing organic platform. As marketers, a lot of us are on there. A lot of our target customers are on there, particularly if we're in the B2B space. So with LinkedIn, if you're just getting started with your personal brand right now, or you're a marketer listening to this, thinking, how can I get my CEO involved in this? The easiest thing to do is to go and comment on other people's posts. And the very, very simple way of doing this is just going into the search bar at the top left-hand corner of your homepage on LinkedIn, typing in, say, if you're targeting CEOs, you're targeting salespeople, like whatever it is, just type that into the search bar and then filter it by posts. You can then scroll through and comment on the top, say five. If you do that every single day, eventually people will start replying to you. When people reply to you on LinkedIn, their whole network will see your comment. So automatically you're now putting your name out into networks that you otherwise would not have access to. And you will start generating inbound connection requests and building a following of your own. The next layer to that is posting your own content. And the easiest way to do that is to take the comments that you've left on someone else's post that have been well received or have created a discussion, maybe that got lots of likes, maybe a couple of people replied to it. You repurpose that as a post. So the first layer is kind of giving back into the ecosystem, 
putting your thoughts out there without being on the main stage. And then once you've got that confidence and you've got that cadence and you've got that capability, you then turn that into your own content. But I have to stress to everyone, it doesn't matter what platform you're on, whether it's Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, you have to engage with other people's stuff as well as create your own content if you're going to build anything that's strong. The biggest brands online, period, whether they're on YouTube or whatever, they give back into the ecosystem just as much as they take out. So I think that's a really, really important point to make. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. And I think that a lot of people hear the words personal brand and they think that you have to start posting lots and lots of content and they start to feel pressure to keep that open. It's time consuming and things like that. But your point there about starting with commenting on other people's posts, maybe having a target of five times per day is really helpful. So let's say that someone has got to that stage where they're getting more comfortable sharing content. Do you have any quick fire tips? Um, Is it about sharing personal experiences like how your day's been or what uh, you've been working on? Or should people try and tap into the educational side of their industry? That's a great question. So we break content ideas and like into categories. So the first sort of category of content would be sort of commentary. So you're commenting on your thoughts on something, you're sharing um, your own story. These things are typically very personal. So you might have a very strong opinion on currently what's happening in the market. You might have a very emotive and personal story that you'd like to share to make a point. That's a commentary post. And those types of things are brilliant for getting loads of people engaged in what you're saying. Because as I said earlier, like people buy from people they trust and the more authentically vulnerable you can be and the more yourself you can be online the more people will trust you and the more people will engage with your content. We like to post those types of things at the beginning of the week and then I'll explain why in a minute, but commentary is one of them. Another type of content in which we encourage people to put out is capability content. So that's stuff around your capability as an individual, your capability as an individual organization, whatever it may be. My capabilities are personal branding. So all my content in my capability category are how to build your personal brand, how to create videos in less than five minutes, top five tips you need to know for building a personal brand, how to hack LinkedIn, like all these types of things that help people who are potentially my ideal customer build their personal brand themselves. So you can see now we're starting to form like a bit of a funnel. So beginning of the week is now really top funnel brand awareness, getting loads of eyeballs on your profile, whatever the profile might be, whether it's Twitter or whatever. Middle of the week is more around like niching down into where's your area of expertise? What value can you add to the people that you're trying to attract? And then your final type of post is what I call a hook post, which is very much based on Gary Vee's methodology of jab, 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 right hook. Your hook post is your customer testimonial, your proof of concept, your results. My client did this and got that, that type of stuff. So if you do that every single week, whether you're only posting three times a week, or you're posting every day, sometimes more than once a day, like I do now, eventually someone will get pushed into that funnel and eventually someone will turn into a lead, whether it's an inbound um, candidate that you're trying to attract or an inbound lead that you're trying to close or potentially just building your thought leadership in terms of people asking you to be on podcasts like you asked me here, um, Liam, things like that. Whatever your ultimate goal is, you create that funnel around it. And once you turn that funnel on, it's only a matter of time, provided the quality is there. It's only a matter of time before leads start coming in like a tap. And that methodology is replicable across anyone's personal brand. We've got 14 clients that retain us to build their personal brands for them. Every single one of them gets in get highly engaged content, really great inbound connection requests. And most of them are making at least 15 times return on investment in terms of the money that they're spending with us as an agency. So I would love to see another type of marketing that's going to give you 15 times ROI within four months of spend. Like it, it's a really quick, well, 
quick's the wrong word it's a really impactful way of building building an incredible funnel and pipeline of leads candidates thought leadership um, and that's the way i look at it is it's a funnel wow i think that is a great answer you've given listeners and myself included an awesome base that we can all use when we start to plan out our content and i like that you've broken it down into those three sections if I'm honest, sometimes I just post random things on random dates. So it's great that we can sort of use this logical plan that pushes people down the funnel throughout the week without them really knowing about it. So thank you for sharing that with us. One thing that does interest me with this strategy um, is when you get to the end of the week and you are trying to push customers to that next step and maybe offer them a call to action or try and get them more involved in your brand. Are you still keeping it personal or is that when you bring in your company? For example, you might say at Reach Interactive, we do this or at Clout, um, you can get this or X, Y, Z, for example. Great question. So I never sell. I think the, the less you sell, the more people buy. Like you want to encourage people to buy, not force things down their throat. So I never say we as in Clout. I always say I. I might tag Clout in it because I want people to associate Clout with the success. But I might say like something along the lines of, this client got a return on investment of 15 times by doing this one thing. They hired clout. And then I talk through the problem. I talk through the solution. I give a call to action at the end of that post with a screenshot of the results in which we achieve. Either it's a WhatsApp. I know it sounds mad, but people love seeing screenshots of real raw conversations. So I'll WhatsApp, um, screenshot WhatsApps. I'll screenshot emails. I'll screenshot um, results that we've had. I'll wipe out their name if they don't want to be included because we're in the business of building personal brands. Some people don't want people to know that they've hired an agency to do this. And I'll share those and go, this, these are real results. These are real messages, real facts that we've pulled from our analytics platform that show what it is that we're saying works. And so, yes, it's clout's results, but I position it as my results because our business is built on personal brands. I've got a really strong personal brand. My team have strong personal brands. That's what we do. And so I would never, it's just not in my interest to go, look at the result. No one's going to buy from you if you say, look what clout's done. Because who's clout? <laughs> Clout is me and I am clout. So it's much easier to go, this is what I've achieved. But everyone knows it's my team. Like everyone knows. It's like Gary Vee. No one thinks Gary Vee is sitting there doing SEO and social media content. He know, they know that he is not going to be Gary Vee, but they buy from VaynerMedia. They buy from Vayner Talent because of Gary. Yeah, that's another great example. And I think it's quite easy for people to build up lots of followers, get a decent reputation and then think, oh, I've got a big platform here now. So I'm just going to sell to people every day and get some good results. Um, but all you'll do is lose respect and credibility if you do do that and it'll sort of uh, negate all of the progress that you've been making. Moving on then, I wanted to talk about something which is a little bit random, but I think it's really relevant. And that's the personal benefits of building a brand. So for me, this podcast is great for mental health and I get to meet at least one person per week where we sit down, we record an episode, I learn from them, I hear about their sort of uh, thoughts on marketing. And then I might also meet some of their teams and also some of our listeners too through LinkedIn and other channels. So I was wondering what it's done for you in terms of confidence and your mental health as well. So to give context, when I first started building my brand, it was because my now very good friend and actually one of the board members of Clout, um, he was my chief operating officer at the time. So I reported into him. We've both left the business in which we worked together in, but we're very good friends. As I said, he's, he's an investor in Clout. He shoved me into doing it. I didn't have really a choice in the situation. I mean, we all have a choice, but I didn't really have a choice. He was like, you have some amazing things to say. You need to share this stuff. And so he sort of pushed me off Mount Comfortable and 
I'm not going to lie, the first sort of month was hell. I was like, I have to share who I am online. What if no one likes me? What if no one likes it? What if I get one like? And that's all I get. And all the kind of ego things, right? That's all your ego cares about is the vanity metrics. And it doesn't matter whether it's your brand or your company brand. Every single one of us is triggered by vanity metrics. Oh, we've got 100 new followers. And if you tell, if you say to yourself that um, I'm lying there, you're lying to yourself. We are all driven by an ego in some in some way. But once you start doing it, it becomes easier, and then it becomes easier, and you become more vulnerable, more opinionated, more whatever. And then eventually, it's not who you are online; it's just who you are. I have the exact. I'm hoping you'll agree with me here, Liam, but. I'm exactly the same on video. I'm exactly the same on my comments. I'm exactly the same on my text posts, no matter what platform I'm on, as I am now speaking to you. And I think that is really where your brand will go from being your personal brand to just your person. And when you get to that point is when it stratospherically grows because people can feel when you're being authentic. People know when you're being yourself. People know who's just putting stuff out there because they saw someone else post it and it sounded good. Like, People talk a lot about authenticity, but actually what is authenticity is just being yourself and who the hell has time to be anyone other than themselves. So yes, the confidence piece is huge. And actually one of the most gratifying things about what we do is we get messages from clients every single day saying, you know, we've won all this business and no, 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 this is all great. And we're going brilliant. ROI. We love that. And then they go, but can I just say thank you? Because my confidence has gone from here to here and you can see it. You can see it not only in the content that we create for them, but the fact that they then want to create their own content. They want to go and have more high level conversations. They want to position themselves and put themselves out there into the BBC, the media, and they're doing that off their own back. We're not pushing them to do that. And that's come from the confidence that they've built from sharing their thoughts, ideas, opinions online and people agreeing and disagreeing with them, but them having the sort of, you know, um, what's the right word, the confidence of being pushed to do that like I was pushed has then grown their own their own sort of um, belief in themselves and that is so gratifying and as you've said there Liam like you now have an excuse to speak to people every week imagine doing that at scale you get to have conversations with thousands of different people every single day every single day I'm speaking to someone new every single day I'm commenting back to a really interesting thought someone's left every single day I'm growing this amazing community of people that have shared ideas and some don't but it's an awesome place to be and I think particularly at a time where the last 12 months have been very difficult for people who've been disconnected with the world disconnected with their friends to have the ability to go out into the world and attract people into your ecosystem that you enjoy interacting with is great not only for your confidence but also for your mental health yeah I'm really glad I asked you that question because I think sometimes in marketing we're so focused on ROI and targets but something like this can have a great impact on a personal level and be great for your professional development too. Um, and then give you the confidence to meet new people and put yourself out there. One final question that I wanted to ask then is, besides clout, do you have a example of personal branding that has taken companies to the next level and been used really effectively? Yeah, so I, I know I mentioned Stephen Bartlett and social chain earlier on, but I really want to hammer home the social chain thing because it's not just Stephen Bartlett that has a strong personal brand who we all know has now exited the business it's not just dom who's the co-founder who has a strong personal brand who has now exited the business it's katie who's the current md it's the cmo it's the intern every single person within that business has a strong 
personal brand and the emphasis they put on that is not only visible online but it's also visible and this is a very little known fact it's also visible in where their marketing spend internally goes so um, there was a guy called Ash Jones who's now set up Great Influence which is a per- another personal branding agency and he does very amazing work quite different to what we do but awesome I, if you don't know him please go and check him out he was the um, CMO at Social Chain and he was doing all the things that marketers always do. You know, a bit of PPC, a bit of this, a bit of that, like a nice good mix, right? The best mix we all think is having lots of different eggs in lots of different baskets. He very quickly realized that actually where they were getting the traction was on Steven. So he then switched 90%, right? You got to think of the size of this business. 90% of their marketing resource went on building the personal brands of senior leadership. 90%. And you know what happened? They've just exited the business. They're now doing 300 million pounds a year in revenue. And they're going to be valued probably at a billion pound business in the not too distant future. That's the power of personal branding. So if you're not following Stephen Bartlett, Dominic McGregor, Katie Leeson, I implore you to go and follow them and see what good personal branding looks like and how that can impact a business. I think if I had a mic drop sound clip, then this would be the appropriate time to drop it. Um, That's a really great example. And I think it highlights the value of personal branding extremely well and brings everything together that we've mentioned during this episode. Uh, But with that said, we're going to close out this main section here. I'll be asking two very quick questions to Amelia before we wrap up the episode, so stay tuned. So the closing section of every episode has the same two questions that I ask to every guest that joins us. They're usually pretty fun because we get a really wide range of answers um, from everyone involved. So my first question is, do you have a memorable story that jumps out when you look back on your career? It could be something that makes you laugh, a career highlight, or maybe something embarrassing, for example. This is probably going to be a bit depressing to everyone, but there's a reason why I'm going to say this. When I was 21, I started my own business and I'm a cliche entrepreneur. I've had many businesses throughout my life. Some have been successful, some haven't. The one I started at 21 was going to be successful. I got investment. It was going very, very well. I made a catastrophic error because I was completely naive. I was 21 year old running a business, which meant that our cash flow was killed and we had to shut the business down or take out a huge loan to keep it going. And that moment then made me kind of throw away entrepreneurship for the next nine years. And it wasn't until last year when I realized I was unemployable because every single job I've ever had, I've got bored within the first six months hands up if you can relate (laughs) every single job I've had I've got bored and it wasn't until last year that I looked back and went huh so that's why that happened that's why that business failed to teach me the lessons that I needed to learn in employment to then being able to go and grow my own business and had I not failed at that first business I would never have gone and got a job I would never have learned the power of personal branding and I would never be doing what I'm doing now so I think the thing is with that it's not embarrassing it's not funny but it's hugely defining and every single one of us have that moment sometimes we don't realize it in the time but every single one of us will have a moment where something terrible happens and it's not until later that we realize why that terrible thing happened and the lesson that it taught us. Yeah, that was a great story. Thanks for sharing it with us. And I think not every story has to be funny or smiley, but it was a great example uh, for career development and learning about yourself and sort of what you want to do with your life. So my final question is, do you have a favorite resource that you use on a regular basis, which could help our listeners, maybe a newsletter, a blog, a podcast, a plugin or something like that? So marketing Twitter, hashtag marketing Twitter is my favorite place to live. And if you're not on marketing, um, hashtag marketing Twitter, you need to be. It is the most incredible community of fun, intelligent, 
and really, really lovely marketers. And we just talk about marketing stuff. We make jokes, people share lists, people share resources, people support each other. So if you're not on marketing Twitter, you need to be. That's my favorite, favorite place at the minute. Um, And then I'm gonna give you two. The second place to be at the minute is Clubhouse. I'm obsessed. Like the access to information, the access to discussion is amazing. I was in a room the other day modding and Zane that runs Gary V's LinkedIn page just popped into the room and we ended up having this amazing chat about personal branding with the guy who manages um, Gary V's personal brand. So if you're not on Clubhouse, you need to be on it. I run a um, club on there called Marketing Clubhouse with a guy called Daniel Murray and we just talk everything marketing. So if you're on Clubhouse, please come and follow us and we'll um, get you involved in the discussion. Yeah, sounds good. Clubhouse is definitely on the rise. I do actually have some invites myself. So if someone is listening that really wants to get on Clubhouse and doesn't know who to ask them, please get in touch. I have plenty of invites that I can give away that I definitely won't use if not. And if you don't know Daniel as well, then you should also check him out. He hosts a really cool podcast as well called The Marketing Millennials. And he is smashing it with his personal branding right now. Uh, The reach that he's getting on LinkedIn is amazing to see. So I'm going to wrap up the episode right here. Thank you for being an awesome guest, Amelia, and teaching us about personal branding, how to get started, why it's important, uh, and much more. Thank you so much for having me. And my DMs are always open. So if anyone wants to know more about personal branding, please just search Amelia Sordell on LinkedIn. I think I'm the only Amelia Sordell on LinkedIn. Um, And just drop me a DM. I'd be happy to uh, let you pick my brains. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Big thank you to everyone that has listened and made it this far. We'll be back next Wednesday with a very unique but interesting topic, which is unlike any other that we've done before. So have a great week and we'll see you then.